Hello and welcome to From the Top, the show that tackles the big and small questions about contemporary swing dance culture. I'm Alexei Korolov. In this episode... I see them as a person. I don't see them as an object to move me around. (laughs) (laughs) I see them as a person, as a friend. I like their character. And so there are things that smaller leaders can do that taller leaders wouldn't do or would never do. So I, I never wish like Maria was taller or anyone else was taller. I just dance because I choose to dance with them just for this reason, because I like them and, and the way they are. And I never wish that I was smaller or that the leader was taller than me or something. No, I, I don't know that. A person's stature affects all aspects of their life. Short and tall people face constant challenges from finding the right clothes to overcoming stereotypes and preconceptions. Differences in height play an important role when it comes to dancing, too. In this program, I speak with four dancers, all different heights, to see if their measurements have ever been a problem. My name is Sofie Mirkovic. I'm a lady hop dancer from Vienna. I've been dancing for five years and I'm 1 meter 78 centimeters. I never saw it as an issue, actually. I've always, as a person and as a dancer, I've seen myself equally. But I discovered there is actually a difference in terms of when I started leading first and I was uh, dancing with followers who are like average height but still smaller than me. And they were enjoying to dance with me because I think there is some kind of measurement when the follower is small and the leader is bigger and you can match each other very good also with a counterbalance and stuff like that. You know, I also like to dance with people who are like, um, no matter if the leaders and followers being slightly smaller than me or taller than me because I think it's challenging, it's fun, it looks funny. You know, it, uh, at some point reminded me of this kind of vintage video of uh, Shorty George and Big Bear where... Uh, you know, he's jumping to give her a turn and uh, I have a, lo- a couple of leaders who are smaller than me and we do stuff like that and they're always laughing, enjoying themselves and so do I. And so you can discover fun things to do. Um, but when I first figured out to dance with leaders who were even taller than me, like, I don't know, at least 190 centimeters or so, I really started enjoying it because it was so different. I don't have that l- tall leaders in my surrounding and... Um, it gave me some kind of uh, feeling for safety and I can lean back and enjoy counterbalance. I don't have to be afraid to be too heavy anymore. And yeah, it was unusual, but it's not like I missed this and I am looking for leaders who are only taller than me. I don't mind. Like, I'm Maria Grapia. I'm also a Viennese dancer. I'm dance in Vienna as lead and follow and I'm 162 centimeters. I started up as a follow, so being a small follow was always what I was used to. Mm. It was nothing special. It seemed like kind of normal because the ratio you're kind of used to is like the leader is a bit taller, the follower is a bit smaller. So it's actually kind of nice to spin them. You can move them around. By dancing more often, it sometimes happens if you're smaller. Stuff like if the leader is tall, sweating a lot, you might be hit by a drop of sweat. That happens. Um, sometimes if they like turn you in somewhere, you end up in an armpit. That happens. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's actually fun if you think about it. But it's actually, I feel it can have, if it's not in the armpit, a nice and cozy feeling. Be like somewhere, I know, it's like a bit like being a little spoon sometimes. <laughs> but on the other hand, what I realized, because I was just not used to it, 
when I dance with smaller people, it's actually the same if I'm leading or following. It's weird for me, but it's the same that it's weird for me to hug a smaller person. I'm just not used to it. So it feels just weird because I'm so used to the other way around. When I'm leading, I learned that it's harder for me to spin people because I have to jump. But it's as well nice because I can become creative, try stuff out. I can do fun other moves, which would look ridiculous if someone tall would do it. I don't know, you kind of learn to handle it much better. And what about uh, when you're dancing together? Because you do that sometimes. How, how does that work? It's not that I have problems, particularly with Maria, to connect myself with, but it's in terms of height. Like she's that much smaller than me that it gets sometimes a little bit critical for me to get this uh, connection point. But still, we have been dancing so many times together that I know her style and, and we can adapt to each other, I think, really well. So it's not an issue. But I remember dancing with a girl from, I think, Russia. A beautiful, super tall girl. I mean, she was even taller than me, like three heads or, or above. And I was leading her just because I thought, I really want to lead you. It's like, wow, I've never seen such a tall follower like you. And, and she was beautiful. And like, it was really also interesting for me, other way around, for her to connect with me. And But it still worked. And I sometimes like to do stuff like that because it's unusual. It's not like daily thing to do and also not on a social floor. And... It's just for the fun of it. But would you say that generally it's um, sort of more difficult and more critical for a leader or for a follower? Because I think it's it's easier to be a tall leader than it yeah, is much more to, easier. to be a tall I mean, follower. the other way around, you basically never see in like dance couples. There's one famous dance couple, you mentioned them before, Shorty Church. Yeah. Um, but they're always the teacher in class sometimes, always bring this up. You know, it's easy. They have, we have this famous couple back there. They could do it, so you can find a way as well. But no one does it. No dance couple is ever like this. I already feel like weird because I dance a lot collegiate check with my dance partner Ada. And she's like not so much taller, but still I'm smaller. And it's, this is a picture you rarely get, actually. Oui, j'ai bien fini, sali de t'aimer. A présent tu peux bien t'en aller à tout jamais au sali. Oui, c'est fini. Oh, so the thing is that um, <laughs> I've actually said that sometimes, like, oh, I feel like a tourist attraction, but in a good way, actually, because um, the attention that I'm getting is, is positive and people are really asking in a way or commenting. It's, it's a nice thing and, and they, they don't really um, frown upon it or, or, you know, make fun of me or they, it's rather that they want to take a picture or stuff like that. I don't have any problems with it. That's Ruben Garrett on the line from Bergen, Norway. He's one of the tallest people ever to swing dance. I'm in centimeters, 203 centimeters. I'm quite tall, even for a Norwegian man. The average height in Norway, I think, is around 182. The, the funny thing is that another guy in our scene, whose name is Jonas, he is one of my best friends, and he is just as tall as me, and that's crazy. We somehow found each other, and uh, we both dance very actively in the scene now, and that's kind of uh, a rare thing, I guess. I first met Ruben about three years ago in Hirang, and I swear to God, one time I saw him jump so high, his head almost hit the ceiling. He's definitely someone who stands out. But is it an advantage or disadvantage? It's a question I get sometimes, actually. Uh, so the thing is, I would say that it's it's not a disadvantage, in, in my opinion, because 
once you start taking classes and you start social dancing, you, you realize that, of course, we're, we're different body types, all of us. And I tend to just choose the figures and the patterns and the ways of moving that fit my body type. So, for instance, I wouldn't do a lot of let me go y- under your arm follower, but I, I tend to let them maybe go under my arms and maybe try to be the one guiding them through those patterns. Uh, but then again, let's say I dance with a follower who's um, quite much shorter than me. It's nice to maybe kind of make this a fun situation. And then maybe I actually go under her arm just because it's funny. And I guess for acrobatic stuff, it's maybe a, an advantage that uh, especially I dance with um, my girlfriend who is um, quite much shorter than me. She is around 170. And doing aerials and uh, stuff like that with her is very easy. Well, it's maybe an advantage because of the height difference, actually, because we can use a lot of power and she can come up in the air quite much. Yeah. So I think a lot of the time people still don't expect that a woman will be leading, particularly not a woman who's just started swing dancing. And um, sometime last year, a man said to me, oh, I can tell you're a beginner because I said to him, oh, I'm a beginner. I can tell you're a beginner because you're asking me because if you weren't a beginner, you would know that, of course, I'm leading. My final guest is Johanna. She preferred not to give a last name. She's an American living in London, her height is 157, and she runs a blog called The Littlest Lead. So people don't expect you to lead a lot of the time if you're a woman, if you're a relatively new dancer, and particularly if you're short, as I am. I can think of at least three or four men that I know who are short, who are leads. And as far as I know, no one has ever suggested to them that they follow um, or that you know there's something wrong with them leading. Um, but I think... For me, sometimes it seems to be this extra hurdle. So people go, okay, you're a woman and you're short. Are you sure you don't want to just follow? I could definitely see, you know, swing dance communities are prey to the same crappy, you know, beauty standards as anywhere else. And so I, you know, and that does bother me actually, but um, I've never talked to any of the shorter men who lead that I know to, to ask if they feel like they're considered less desirable dance partners. I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe I felt a bit sensitive about bringing it up. I don't know if I just end up dancing with them a lot because they go, ooh, somebody my height, you know, I can do whatever and not have to feel awkward. People have limitations based on their size or based on other characteristics, and it doesn't mean that they shouldn't do things. It just means that, you know, they adapt. We all adapt. I think even people with average height probably have things that they're good at or not good at. Everyone's body is different. You know, some people may have a bum knee or, you know, some other thing. So yeah, I started the blog because I I wasn't finding these conversations about these things. And I'm hoping that they exist somewhere offline. You know, people are obviously going to be talking about these somewhere. I wasn't seeing them online. And it'd be nice to somehow become part of those conversations. I think sometimes that sometimes seems to have generated a few more conversations, which I feel really happy about. And, um, I hope there'll be more. But yeah, basically I started the blog because I wanted to see a blog like that, <laughs> which sounds incredibly arrogant. But um, yeah, people weren't talking about the things that I wanted to discuss where I could see them. So I thought I'd plant my little flag and say, here I am, let's talk. <laughs> Especially in close position, um, for example, okay, it happened to me the first time. I really noticed it like in a very intense way 
was in a Czech class where I was leading. I was leading a very tall female follower, face to face, or in this situation, more like yeah. more like face to boobs. <laughs> so actually, it was kind of. I mean, I didn't think about it before, but during the dancing in close position, it was kind of weird at some point because the boobs were always going up and down in front of my face. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just a thing which might be distracting a bit, even though if I'm not into boobs that much. Has anybody here seen Shorty? No! Nobody here seen Shorty? No! He stole my girl! That's it for this episode of From the Top. Thanks for listening. From the Top is brought to you by Iggy Hop. We always welcome your comments, contributions and suggestions. So why not drop us a line at contact at iggyhop.at or on Facebook. Our website is fromthetoppodcast.com and if you're not a subscriber yet, subscribe now on SoundCloud, iTunes, Mixcloud, Stitcher or any other podcast app of your choice.